Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Dwayne the Ghost, alongside Terror Ryzen. And today, we're bringing you episode 56. 56. Episode 56. And yep. this is kind of a bit of a, somewhat of a test one, I guess, for our new setup. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's not perfect. Like, I'm sure you can probably, there's, I don't think, I don't think it's dialed in perfectly yet. Perfect yet. We're still working on it. Still ironing out the kinks. Um, so forgive if there's any, if the quality is not up to, you know, what you're used to. I guess we've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, so. <laughs> but this is actually the closest we've been to um, what's going to, you know, eventually be our studio. Yeah. We're actually in the, you know, in the place. Um, most of the soundproofing <laughs> stuff is up. Uh, we still need a, well, we need a door on this side, but <laughs> yeah. Um, we're actually in the, this is, this is, this is where the spot's going to be. So all the mic stands are here. All, you know, the hookup is, all the setup is pretty much done as far as, you know, the mic stands and stuff. But yeah, we do need to finish sound treating the room. And then of course, you know, putting up all our studio decorations and stuff like that. So yeah, everything is, uh, everything's coming along slowly, but surely, but, um, yeah, it's, it's gonna take off really soon. I think by the by the end of this month, it's gonna it, it, we're gonna have less time. I think. I think things are gonna start to come in, and then yeah, we're gonna be full steam ahead. And then of course on Mondays, he's gonna be taken up with this. So then you know, of course, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait um, to get the video podcast dialed in. And again, it's, it may not be our ideal setup initially, but we're, we're gonna. There's always, you can always tweak it. You can we're always... we're going to tweak it along the way. So it's, it's going to be a, a kind of a a quick setup, if you will. And then we're going to tweak it along the way. But it's going to be the first iteration is going to be at least respectable, I think. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, this weekend, um, I know um, as far as games and the, and the game news, I know Marvel had a... They dropped a, a very interesting trailer um this past weekend yeah they that <laughs> got my attention I would say uh, for someone that kind of yeah it got a lot of people's attention they, someone that fell off the Marvel bandwagon it's that trailer was enough to kind of get me thinking you know to throw Marvel in the rotation yeah I mean they <clears throat> they went in with uh, they they they, um, they previewed Black Panther if you will mm-hmm. and this is of course they, they threw this in because they just did the the next gen update, which included Hawkeye, and uh, I didn't play it right away, but when I I did jump into it um, last night, um, I enjoyed it. I mean, Marvel is always going to be a solid game, um, despite what a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that don't feel that there's, you know, there's not a whole lot to be excited about for Marvel, and and I I, I can't argue with them there, but I I must say I like the game. I still, I still, I, the game still has a soft spot for me. And now with the next gen upgrades, it looks even more beautiful, honestly. I mean, I don't even have the right TV to run it at its full specs. But, and it, it looks amazing. Like, there's there's a clear difference from what it used to be. Really? Yeah, it was, Marvel was always a beautiful game, in, in, you know, in my opinion. But if you're saying that, then I, that's, I definitely have to check it out. One thing I, I, I noticed right off the bat is, uh, I mean, there's still, there's still little glitches. There's still little visual glitches I've seen but one thing I've noticed right off the bat is the effects on characters are much different 
they're much more dialed in they're much more like they're more eye popping like for instance like when you get the the cosmic gear cosmic gear usually there's like yellow lightning that's coming off of you yeah and, it's, and it's, it was usually like big and chunky looking now it looks more like electricity and it looks like looks like more realistic oh so it's changed altogether like it's not yeah it's changed altogether and like um, the other what's the other one the pim particles when it's all like red like when you, when you like for instance for Hulk when he has a when he picks up the big stone the, the big debris mm-hmm. with pim particles on it it looks completely different now like you, you can see the red it's like there's like red particles coming off of it it's I don't know they, 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 they dial up the effects you can see that they definitely change the effects and I haven't even seen everything yet I haven't, I haven't really <clears throat> do a deep dive like to see how like I haven't played with the characters I've usually played with, like my mm-hmm. Hulk, my Captain America, to see how everything is. But from what I've seen, you know, it's they definitely stepped it up, and it's it's. I mean, the, the game is always a beautiful game. I mean, even <clears throat> on the, the on the TV that I have right now, which again is not running it at its full specs, but I mean, I'm looking at like, well, the load times are like non-existent now, for one. There you go. And that then on top good. of that, now like I'm like when you look at like Hulk and I like you look at the, his skin textures and everything, his hair, the way his hair moves, everything. I'm like, I'm, I, I mean, it, it, the game is beautiful. There's no question there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, again, Marvel's all been a, a very beautiful game, so I, I, I always appreciated it for that. But um, with the next gen, you know, upgrade, it's definitely probably something I'll be checking out really soon. I know um, you said that they they released Hawkeye as well. Yes. For the next gen, did you get a chance to tr- try them out? Or I did actually. I've, I have tried them. I I played the whole Hawkeye campaign. It, it's 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 shorter than I would like. Oh, you played play the entire thing? I played the entire thing. Okay. <clears throat> In one night sitting, and I was like, mm, okay. I mean, I did. It's it's shorter than I I would have liked, honestly. Um, I mean, <clears throat> how they do, how they do it is like you you don't have to like. Just play through that story. You can like, you can still do side missions with him. You can still like, build him up if you want before you get to the, like the boss and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, I, I wish it was longer. I'm like, or, I mean, I felt that like Kate Bishop's story was a little bit longer. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be the same length. Um, but other than that, character-wise, in, in comparison to Kate Bishop, I. I kind of liked her gameplay a little bit better from the bow and arrow perspective. They they, they are very similar. Yeah, both of them being um, bow and arrow characters. I was, I was going to ask, you know, as far as the comparison goes, you know, how do they differ or who's better? But you you're going straight into that. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think I, I mean I've, I've spoken to some people. They they prefer Hawkeye. They like him better. Um, I would prefer to play with him because you know he's he's like an OG Avenger. So I would prefer, you know. Him to be on the squad Hawkeye, versus yeah. you know Kate Bishop. No offense to Kate Bishop. Um, I just like you know my my Avengers OG, but um, <clears throat> uh, don't like his costumes. And I think we mentioned that before. From the ones I've seen, yeah, I was too thrilled about them. Uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't get. I, th- I was hoping there'd be some gems in there, but I don't really I haven't really find one that like, really grabbed me. Um, <clears throat> my biggest issue with the costumes is that for all his costume that ha- that has hair, because f- for whatever reasons all his Heroic costumes, for lack of a better term, he's like low cut, shaved head mm. kind of look. And the ones that have hair, he's in casual clothes. I'm like, why not just give one costume in the heroic with it with the hair? Because that's how he is in the comics, where he's wearing. They have his his comic outfits, but his hair is different. His hair is low cut. 
I'm like, why is that? Why do they do like? Why would you do that? Mm. Why not give him give him one of those costumes with hair? Simple. Or at least a retro. Is there any retro skins there? Or? There is a retro one with a mask. Doesn't look that great, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, could have gone back to the drawing board with that one a little bit. I mean, it's it's not bad, but it's not. Uh, there's a, I, 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 there's little tweaks that I would have made personally that I felt would would pull make the costume pull off a little bit better. Mm. I wonder how they're they're doing their um. Like I wonder who's art director if there's if it's just someone just doing it and putting it out or is there is there actually like you know someone a, that's a team that you know, they can fat. yeah they can put a bunch of them and be like yeah what do you think of this one you know I don't it, it, it's it's I don't know I, I really I mean because I feel like a lot of the skins are hit and miss like that yeah not I, just I, for I Hawkeye agree. but I, I would in the agree. game in general I would agree I would agree with you one hundred percent because there are some really good skins and then there are some skins that like you're like mm, could. This skin could be a little bit better. <clears throat> and definitely Hawkeye has a lot of skins I feel like that. There's at least three, four skins that I'm looking at like, mm, I would have done this differently. Like, like his OG skin, his arms aren't aren't bare. They're kind of covered as well. Which, that's fine. Mm. And he has more of a coat. Mm. Which is like mm, it's more what you would see. It's like they they it looked like they 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 took the movie costume and just put a mask on it. Which again, it's not so much a bad idea, but it, like it's not like if his arms were bare. Like there are costumes his arms are out, mm. but that would, but none of those have masks. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So there's the, there's like little hit and miss things like that. Like I would have give. I would have preferred a lot of those costumes with his arm or his arms are out. I would have liked if they either had hair or if they had the mask. Either way, I would be like, okay, that's the costume I'm going for. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I have to see him to, to yeah. you know, give my opinion. But I, I can, based on what you're saying, I, I can see where you're coming from. And it's like, I, I, I know they're always, they're always, pre- always going to be releasing costumes later on. There's, there's always costumes coming out and you always got to check the market to see what's up what's been released and that's always a fun aspect of the game as well um so i'm hoping to to see what comes out in the future i'm maybe i'm i'm hoping i'm not the only one the only one that feels this way about the the costumes that way you know something can be done about it a change can be made yeah. because they do they do the one thing i will say about marvel they do listen to the community they they've been, they've been been paying attention and they've been doing things the relatively the right way in in their power i guess because i mean I mean, I mean, looking at the game and the, the state of it right now, um, I know they blamed COVID for a lot of the the mishaps and not being able to get things done because they're doing everything from home. And I could I could see how that could play, you know, that, that could eat up a lot of time and make things, difficult, you know, yeah. difficult. Um, that being said, for what they you know what what they have to work with, I think they're still putting out good. The, the game is still quality. You can't. There's no denying that the game is not a quality game. It's just. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What it it, it 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 lacks a little. I want to say, not, I mean, it, there there is a, a lack of replayability, and there is a lack of playing together with friends. Now those things are in the game, but it's not compelling enough to draw people. Mm. Like I would say, I think we touched on it many times on an earlier podcast, but you know, just th- there needs to be. <clears throat> How I would have run the game is like, like, like okay, for instance, like the new maps that they brought out, 
they take place in the future, so you're not going to be getting a lot of generic maps, uh, generic missions on those, on those maps. I feel like the game should have been along the lines of like releasing daily missions for you to do. Like, there's a threat here, and you got to go, and like, you get together with your friends, and you guys take it out, and you get rewards for doing the dailies or the weekly, you know, missions. Mm-hmm. There should have been stuff like that where it encourages, like, hey, getting together with your friends. You go and take out the, the, the evil bad that's doing something. Because then, then it could have feel like, okay, you're an Avenger. You're at the war table. Okay, what's going on in the world? And like, if they, drop, if they were dropping missions like that, as opposed to the same, you're just playing the same generic missions all the time. You know, the same missions that you've been playing and you're just kind of grinding. You know, it's, you know, it, it kind of takes away. Because, yeah, you can play those missions with friends and you can play those missions over and over, you know. I, yeah. I, you know, it, I, 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 that's how I thought the game would have kind of been like, you know. Every time you log into the game, it's like, all right, who's doing what today? Like, what, what villain is wreaking havoc? We get together. Let me get, let me, let me assemble the Avengers. Get my friends together, and we go take out the bad guy. You yep. know what I mean? Even if it's like a cookie cookie cutter thing, it would it yeah, would even, definitely if, change the. Even if it was a cookie cutter thing, and it was different villains, that's another issue that the game suffers from, in my opinion. The villains, like they just released the Hawkeye, and there's they only they only really added one villain, and I mean, I guess spoiler alert. I mean. He was in the trailer. Everybody knows it's, it's Maestro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then they, they, they like in the throughout the missions you see um you see Taskmaster again. I, I, Taskmaster again. I'm like, really Taskmaster again? And 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 Maestro is more like a reskinned Abomination in opinion, my opinion. So it's like you still have Taskmaster and Abomination, <laughs> same two villains from the beginning of the game. Like there needs to be new villains. Like. Not just your regular henchmen enemies, but your boss, boss villains. Yeah. There need to be new. There's so many Marvel villains they could go into. There's so many, and they don't have to be like huge, big villains. They could be like you know, o- your, your obscure ones. Yeah, obscure ones. Your street level villains. You know your, you know your Zemo or you know Baron Zemo. They could be you know anybody like hmm? yeah. some Asgardian villains. Something like there just needs to be more villains. Someone that wreaks havoc and you got to go stop them. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, things like that would make the game so much better. Because um, the gear and stuff, you know, I, I can. Get, it's it's not perfect, but I can get down with the gear and stuff. I can I can I can make it work. I can I can I can grind for it. I, I can enjoy that part of it. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a reason. Like, like to me, like if if, if like how I just described how <clears throat> how I would have liked the game to be, it would give you a reason to like. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna have my Hulk, the best Hulk that's out there. So that when people are looking for a Hulk. They know where to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like and like when you play with certain friends, you're like, okay, I know this friend masters this person. You know, <clears throat> this is what I want in my game. I need, I need this. I need, I need this particular Iron Man. I'm like, you know what I mean? It would have been there could have been some replayability to the game there. Um, so I wish they did that. One one thing that they did add in that was kind of cool is, uh, well, I haven't seen it personally, but a, <clears throat> a friend of mine has told me about it. Is like if you ever play Diablo and there's like a a loot goblin that walks around that's full of loot. Yeah. You gotta kill him. And he drops extra loot. Apparently, that's in the game now. I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> but somebody told me that there is one of those and it, it's rare to pop up, but he, he pops up and you get and you get extra loot that way. Cool. Which is cool. You know, all those things are great. I like all those things, but they just... Man, some more... Some We need some new villains. We need some new henchmen. We need some new maps. Because like, the new map, it's not bad. It's in the future. It's like 
destroyed building and stuff, which is it, it's cool. Kind of apocalyptic. Kind of apocalyptic. I, mm. I can get behind it, but it still kind of feel like a re, like a reskin version of what we already had. You know, I, I want to see some some different some different maps. Like, how about? underwater base or something where you can see like fishes swimming in the background through the windows or something you know just different stuff it's like we're getting the same landscapes kind of recolored you know yeah and uh, probably another thing too that comes down to is the the you know the player base you know maybe there there is maybe they have all this stuff in the works but you know the player base isn't really there it's like why well, do all this work to do it but well, one thing I would say that I think would improve the player base I think they need to put Marvel Avengers on Game Pass. One hundred percent. If that game goes to Game Pass, I think it's gonna, you know, pump some new life into it's it. It's gonna pump some new life into it because right now it's behind a paywall and, and nobody, you know, when you ever, whenever you reach that point, you're like, all right, I got I got eighty bucks to spend on a game. What game do I want? <clears throat> and then you're hearing all these bad things about the game. It's like, mm, do I really want to spend that kind of money? Yep. Even though you probably would enjoy the game. Yeah. It's like you're hearing all this stuff about the game, and it's like. Yeah, the issue when the game came out, it was right before Game Pass and everything. So I'm sure though there's that, but that game goes to Game that, Pass. That, that, that is a conversation that should be they should be having at this point. Yeah, is it is it cross platform or no? I think it is. So play, PlayStation, Xbox, everyone can play together. I'm not sure, but I think so. That's another thing too. I think what would help you know the community on a, on a whole mm-hmm. for that particular game. Yeah. But yeah. and it's so weird because like, r- like right now there's not a lot of people putting out content for the game but there's the people that are putting out content for the game is like I, I've, I remember seeing their videos when their videos were like not so great and now because they're the only ones they're thriving they're thriving could have been you bro and I, 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 I this is what I feel I was like damn that was a missed opportunity right there because it's probably not miss you, you, it's probably, it's probably they're probably still, still waiting for this is, this is true because there's one guy like Fido's were never not that great, you know, but he was just consistently putting out content. And he, you could tell he likes the game, and like he got, he got, he got first access to the all the DLC stuff. He, he gets to see all that stuff first now. Like they are listening to their play, they're looking at, and they're yeah. you know. One thing I realize um, game developers are doing now is they're, they're doing a lot of that. The people that are putting out content for that particular game, they're rewarding you. Mm-hmm. Like like all the Apex guys, everyone that I follow on Apex that do a great job, they always get like access to stuff first. They also, some of them even get like little like gift boxes yep. from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, EA and um, you know Respawn, and getting like a bunch of cool gear that they'll probably never sell. Whatever, just like one-offs or yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of thank you. So that's kind of cool. So like, it's like there's a new, not really new, but it's kind of been happening for a while. Like this this whole influencer influencer market type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Like those guys that they're, they're your, if you, once you find your niche and you can you know attach yourself to like a bigger company it's kind of, it's almost like for lack of a better word like like kind of like those sucker fish that you see like, that are like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. attached to the bigger fish it's kind of like that where you have these big companies or these big entities but you know you doing your thing you're, you're kind of attaching yourself to that you don't, you don't work for them directly but because you're so good at what you do or whatever the case is and you drive traffic to them on the back end, they're they're rewarding those guys. Yeah, they're. But it's a slippery slope because you're not, you know, there's no contract. There's not like a, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to be on your game obviously for them to 
even you know joint venture with you but it's something that people can you know probably get behind probably do more of I, I, I feel so there's I, I think Marvel was my opportunity <laughs> Marvel was my opportunity for that yeah, like, yeah, again, I genuinely still like the game I genuinely still like the game and you know there's, there's, there's some content I could have put out for the game honestly if, like, compared to the to like what I've, what I've seen you know, like, like the guy I'm talking about I think his name is Le, Le June or Le June or something like that mm. cool kid you know I mean he 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 has actually helped me a lot with my whole build because he's a whole, he's a Hulk main as well. Mm. So I, I liked his videos for that, and he's like he is the like in my opinion right now he's the premier person to go to person to go to for Marvel yeah. stuff. And yeah, and that that's where you want to be. And, and another thing too, like there's also another there's other games that are mm-hmm. kind of on the decline, like uh, Valorant is kind of uh, a bit on the low. Yep. Um, what's that other game? Leading Edge is dead. I saw, edges there. I saw a video on that today. Well, I didn't click on it, but I was like, you know, you know, the the rise and fall of bleeding edge. I was like, oh man, yeah, bleeding edge potential, but you know, it's, it's still it's it's still because it's because it's, it's, it's a game fun pass, game. It's, it's a it's a it's a game you can jump on. It's, it's actually fun to play. Yeah, and because on Game Pass you have nothing to lose. You can just jump in and play it and check it out. But what what that game needed was I mean they did come up with more characters afterwards, but it needed more characters and more content like a. Because once you... Because there's no, like, skill tree per se. Yeah. There's kind of, like, builds, if you will, like, different mods you can do. But after that, there's... Once, once you find your go-to mod, it's like... That's it. That's it. So, games like that. Games like, um... Was it Hyperscape? What was the name of that other one? I guess, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. That one's... That, that game is so bad. But that can, you know, also use, you know... All these games, I guess, I, guess, I think can benefit on... A platform like Game Pass, and I, I hope they don't wait too long before they do that. Um, the other one, Rogue, um, Rogue Company, I think it was. Oh no, it was a Rogue something. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, that game is like a third-person shooter. Um, I, I know people that used to play it, so I, I know it was, it was, you know, it has its, you know, community and people that that enjoy its content. But I think. In order for these games to make, you know, the kind of comeback that they could make, it's not a it's not a bad idea to to jump on something like Game Pass. Not yeah. a bad idea at all. I mean, if you look at all the games that are on Game Pass, games like um, Project Winter and those games, those are games that, again, people wouldn't jump on necessarily, but. Because it's on Game Pass, it's like because it's on Game Pass, it's like okay, I can I can, I can you know get behind this. So another game I still I play from now on, from time to time, I still enjoy. Any any Project Winter. I have I have I've been off of that bandwagon for a while. I need to get back on. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully over. But, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of game stuff, um, well, yeah, there is. Since the last podcast, there's <clears throat> yes, since been released Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then of course the Snyder Cut. Yes. Two things that we need to to talk about because there's just so much to discuss <clears throat> in regards to both. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you like to begin first? Uh let's let's just do um uh, let's go Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I have some uh, some thoughts. But I kind of want to get off my chest when it comes to that game. All right, great game, by the way. I mean, sorry, that that, that, sure. that show. I'm still in game mode. 
<laughs> um, yeah, Falcon of the Winter Soldier is out. Um, episode one. Episode one is out. Um, the episodes are, if you're comparing it to WandaVision, they are longer, mm-hmm. which is good. More content. But there are, there are only six episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um... I guess we could do a bit of a spoiler alert before anyone who yes. watches this. Yes, if no one so is... put a bookmark there, I guess, so we can kind of... Spoiler alert, you know, if you haven't watched it, you might want to skip ahead. Yeah, skip ahead. Um, I guess you'll... I'm not sure when you'd stop, but... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put another um, timestamp there, but... Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, the show is good. I like the show. It's it's if you're comparing it to WandaVision again, it's a it's a more grounded show in reality. It's not as quirky and as weird, for or, lack of a better term. Or fan, it's not. There's not a lot of magic and fantasy stuff going on. Yeah, it's more like stemmed in, in reality. It's more stemmed in reality. So, and that, it has that going for it. So that that is, I think, I guess, a good thing because mm-hmm. with all the content that is on Disney Plus, this gives you something different. Yes. And one thing I will say as well, uh, not to cut you off. Um, in terms of uh, being stemmed in reality, and the, the show is a different pace as well. In that, with WandaVision, you know, at some point in the, in the halfway mark, you know, a lot of the footage is gonna be eat up with kind of a commercial, if you will, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you always have on WandaVision kind of always ended the same way with the the credits, and then so there's but there's, there's none of that, so it's just straight content and it's longer. So there is more to be seen, is is, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, 100. percent and again, the show being based in more more reality, it has more serious tones. And Marvel's doing something that I think it's. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll see how the show goes, but it's very impressive that they're they're they're. It seems like they're tackling real world issues with this show. Um, so there there's some things that are, are playing out, that if they play out the way I think they are, it, it could be you know, could be interesting to see if if Marvel goes down this road. And I'll, I'll kind of set it up, if you will, because um. As the show kind of opens, you know, of course, we all know um, after Endgame, Captain America dies. Well, not dies, but he's, he's, he's gone. He's gone. But to the rest of the world, he's, 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 they don't know what happened to Captain America. He's gone. Um, they don't know if he's dead or whatever the case is. So Captain America is no longer around. Um, we saw that Falcon got the shield. He was um, contemplating, but it looks like the government was like, you know, kind of talked him into bringing it in. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, they're going to do the whole memorial for Captain America, everything. Yep, yep. They put it in a do glass something showcase, nice. everything. Glass showcase. Falcon gave a great speech. Yada, yada, yada. Um, this is just a, the kind of the, the, the broad stroke mm-hmm. of the, yeah. the episode. <laughs> Fast forward to the end, if you will. Mm-hmm. The government is now saying, well, you know, we need our own hero. Um, the world has, you know, the world has heroes, which is fine, but we need a, a hero that, you know, embraces American values, blah, blah, blah. So they're introducing a new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Out comes this new, uh, obviously very douchey looking um, <laughs> Captain America, guy in a Captain America suit, if you will. And that, that's pretty much how the episode ends. But that, that's a broad, spro- broad stroke narrative that I'm sure is going to play out throughout, but... Inside of the episode, there was also a little more more narratives going on as far as the heroes, both Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, covering just Falcon, because, you know, since you started with him. Um, I th- the narrative that's kind of playing out there is, I think, there there's a, a kind of a racial undertone 
to his 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 storyline, his arc, if you will. And it seems like what Marvel's doing with these shows is giving you a deep dive on all the the heroes and the characters, so that when you watch the you know, the movies, you have more content, more context to go on. But um, yeah, Falcon, you know, being you know that he's black, obviously, he you know, the fact that you know he's asked to turn into Shield, and then now they're bringing out another Captain America. It's like, well, why didn't they just ask? Falcon to be, you know, Captain mm-hmm. America, you know. And being that he is, he was he is working for them as well. Being that like, he is working for them, being that Cap actually gave it to him. Gave it to him. Gave them for a reason. It's like, yeah, you know, and you know the director or the president or whoever was made of the speech, I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, someone that embraced American values. Talking about yeah, American values and you know, American needs there, you know, hero that looked, you know, that's like them, you know. Mm. Is is he is he saying that Falcon isn't, you know? is an American or doesn't embrace American values or doesn't look like a, an American you know you, you can see the, the, the undertones there so yeah. that's that's kind of harsh and and the fact that you know that Falcon you know they're, they're, they're showing more of his personal life now mm-hmm. showing the struggle between him and his sister of course you know their sister's been struggling uh, financially I guess if you will mm-hmm. especially since the, the, the blip you know he wasn't he wasn't there for the five years so she kind of fell on hard times a little bit you know she's selling their family Boat. Boat and the uh, house and different things. You know, she's trying to figure out how she's going to make it financially. And, of course, you know, if here comes Falcon, like, you know what, well, I'm back now. You know, things going to be different. You know, the world knows me. I, I, I can I can figure this out for you. Now, Falcon goes to get a loan. From the bank. bank. And the, 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 the teller recognizes him. Yeah, the teller, you know. Takes pictures of him and everything. You know, because and, and Falcon was you know, using using his celebrity to be like, yeah, you know. It's me, you know, I'm Falcon. Teller's playing it up up until it comes time. To actually, you know, get the loan. He's like, well, you know, all these different things, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's the broad stroke of it is, you know, yeah, you're a hero and everything, but you're, you're still black. Still. You still have all these issues that, you know, mm-hmm. disqualify you from getting this loan right now kind of a thing. And his sister was trying to tell him, you know, this is this is the, way, this is the situation. This is the way the world is. This is the way the world is. But now we're just throwing it back in Falcon's face. You know, then again, this is a guy... I just saved the world. Exactly. He just saved the whole world. There, there would be no bank if it wasn't for, you know, him and his contributions. To now being told that, yeah, now you can't get a loan. It's it's kind of a, it's showing that, you know, even though you're a hero, even though you can do all these contributions, the world really doesn't care about you right now, Falcon, because you're kind of black. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and it's... This is also is you know shines light on what we like. This is this something happens every day. Yep. There's many veterans that go and you know fight all these wars, you know, and you know fight for freedom, and come back and they're struggling, struggling. They're still black, so. Yep. It's kind of uh, again. It's very interesting that Marvel is going down this road with this show. Um, prior to you bringing it to my attention, I I, I didn't. I, I guess I looked at it with. Uh, broad eyes and I didn't really see those undertones mm-hmm. um, but that, I, I'm glad you brought it to my attention because they're, they're definitely there they're definitely there and they're also like going back to what you said about the veterans I think that's what they're doing more so with Winter Soldier because if you look at how Winter mm-hmm. Soldier is he's his narrative you can see he's more dealing kind of PTSD yes. type stuff and more from how he used to be mental to- health type situation and he, you know again it's another guy that was part of saving the whole world and now he's you know he's stuck in therapy and you know he's having a hard time dating because of you know the, the, the mm-hmm. obvious issues that come up with him of course because he's a guy that's completely out of touch 
he's over 100 years old at this point and and there was there's there a lot of little subtleties that i, I liked mm. about him like when he brought the lady flowers yeah like uh, such an old school not really old school but that was yeah. such a simple touch and i'm glad they put that in there because that could have been overlooked yeah but i'm glad they put that in there to show like yeah that's in his time that was the thing to do you know what i mean yeah so i, I like the fact that he did that i was like that's a nice little touch yeah that shows that that shows attention to detail. I, when I see stuff like that in a show, I'm like, okay, I, I can get behind the show because those, that show is paying attention. Mm-hmm. That show is, you know, yeah. And even someone like you know, with the whole guy and the, the older gentleman that you know he was you know having lunch with, as his friend, I know that you know, I guess they have lunch regularly. This is the older uh, Asian guy, and they, you know they have you know, they have their meetups and they're they're cool and everything and. It at first glance it was looking like you know this is an old friend from back in the day, mm. whatever the situation is, which may still be the case. But it, it's 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 showing you know that you know, the friend is talking about you know he misses his son blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then you know they they show that you know it's actually when the soldier was the one that actually killed his son. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason <laughs> because that, that was his the guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time and wow. he got killed and mm-hmm. now. He has to deal with that, and uh, he's trying to make amends. And it shows he he has a list of people he wants to make amends to, and mm-hmm. people want to get revenge on. And it's kind of interesting because he he's trying to right his wrongs, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it's showing that I guess the where he's at, and I know the obvious challenges of dating because you know he has a metal arm. When do you bring that up? <laughs> Is that a <laughs> first date kind of thing? How do you bring that? Is up? that a? Because she she asked him about it. She was like, "Why are you always wearing gloves?" And he's like, "Yeah, oh. circulation issues." And you can take off one glove, yeah, but there's always that, that, that whole metal arm thing. So mm-hmm. so for him, it's going to be a situation where he, if he does want to, you know, date, he has to be date someone that knows who he is and, you know, respects mm-hmm. the situation. He can't, he can't have, I guess, a quote-unquote a normal civilian life like he's trying to right now, unfortunately. It's sad and it just goes to show you, like, you know, same thing with, with, with soldiers, you know, they... they Fight yeah. for our freedoms and go through all the you know the the challenges of that comes along with that and to Try, come back now and have a, 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 have a normal life. life yeah. yeah, he even talks about you know I've been going from one battle to the next, to the next for like nine years. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all he knew. Like just that's, that's all he knew. Yeah, he was fighting for the bad guys and now he's fighting for the good. But he's he was always he was, fighting. There was no in between. There was he was always fighting. Always fighting. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's interesting to see how the show plays out and uh, you know. How they carry the narratives for both both characters, and I'm sure it's gonna be a deep dive in both of them. But I I want to see how they tackle the race stuff because mm-hmm. it's um it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Apart from that, the action scenes were good. I liked all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Falcon action. He did his thing. Uh, people were dying surprisingly. Yeah. I was surprised that Falcon was killing people. But again, he he is fighting for the military now, so he is kind of like. You know, what you gotta do. It yeah. is a soldier mm-hmm. type, you know, situation. So he, he, and he's always been a soldier. So for him, I, I get it. it it's mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's not using like special abilities to, to kill these people. So he's just doing his thing, you know, being a soldier. So, but it was it was just kind of like interesting to see. Yeah, he was definitely killing um, people. But yeah, again, like uh, when, when, my initial watch of it, I was. <clears throat> it, it is it is a slower pace. I will say, you know, when you're coming off of WandaVision, you know. You, it, it 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 doesn't carry the hype that WandaVision did, so you know there it's more of a, a laid back pace. Even though there is some action scenes and they started acting very quickly, it was kind of that that was kind of it for for the most part. And you know there is like the I forgot what that group is called that new group. I guess that's some group that they Flag Smashers, which 
it's Flag not only Smashers, a new yeah. group because yeah. well there, there's a character called Flag Smasher in the, in the comics but I don't know if they're basing I think they just, just turned him into a group I guess if you will mm-hmm. but well, there, was, a, there was a one guy that was pretty strong so maybe he is I'm, I'm interested to see what they're doing with him or how he got gotta be super solar serum we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out but from from what I gather that's another interesting point that the show is making as well again this, this show is tackling a lot of different topics because they're being their whole thing is you know forget the government type thing you know mm-hmm. one one world mm-hmm. you know and there government are, and, and there's are a lot of people that think that think it's there are a lot of people that think the way in the, in the world so it's kind of anti-patriotism mm-hmm. and then you have Falcon as dealing with you know trying to be a patriot but not being viewed as such you know mm. so there's a, there's a lot of patriot patriotic themes which is per, which is know. which is perfect because it's a Captain America show there you go so so I mean we'll see we'll I, see how things play out I know? wasn't hyped for the show when, it, when I first heard about it and I did end up staying up till 4 to watch it uh, accidentally actually I was just I was kind of up and I was like hmm if I, if I stay like awake for one more hour I can watch this show I'm like oh, sure so there was that, and yeah, I mean, I don't have to do that though. I don't. I don't feel like I have to watch it. Like, mm. I probably might though, but I don't know. I'm. I'm saying that now, but then, if I'm awake like two, three o'clock, the night before, I'm like, hmm, it's got a few more hours. I'll probably do it. But, but yeah, it's interesting to see. It was nice to see um, GSP as well. Nice little cameo of GSP mm-hmm. making his way back. Um, I like this character in in in, in, um, in Civil. It was no, it wasn't Civil War. It was um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Still one of my favorite Captain America movies. Yeah, it was it was it was very good. Oh, also, um, forgot to well, I should mention this because I don't know if if you, if if you guys aren't seeing this, you probably probably should. Uh, when when Marvel drops their their new shows, there's also another series that they drop at the same time called Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely watch that before you watch the shows. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the, I haven't seen it before this one. It's great. Who I'll call to add into it? Of course, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm, that's it. Okay. I was wondering if they're going to add villains too, like Zemo and all. But GSP's you, character. But you know, you, but you see, but you see, you see Zemo and you see, you know, other people. But what I like with that is that it's it's not long. It's like a seven minute clip. Yeah, just a little clips. Yeah. But it, it it recaps you everything that happened with that character in the Marvel, you know, cinematic universe mm. up until this point, which I absolutely love. I did it for WandaVision. I thought it was great because it gives you a reminder, and you know, for my wife, that's you know. A lot of things probably went overhead. She got a chance to see, you know, okay, yeah, mm. this is this is character's narrative, and their arc thus far. Thus far, yeah. So it was great for um for WandaVision, and it's just as good for Falcon. Falcon because you, you see Falcon's entire run up until him being dusted and everything and coming mm. back, and it was great. It was great. Mm. And the same thing for Winter Soldier. It shows his you know his run, you know when he end up ends up um killing Tony Stark's family and. Cap, him and Cap falling out, and Cap and Tony falling out, and Cap standing up for him, and then it goes through his, whole, his entire arc and him going through Wakanda and all that. So it, it's good to get a, a recap. So that way you're all caught up. Yeah. When you watch the show, so it's it's it's, it's interesting because they're 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 using these shows to give you some backstory for the characters for when you watch the movie. But there's also have this smaller show that's giving you backstory for when you watch the show. That gives you the, you know, it's yeah, yeah. they're making sure you have it. They do enough world building, which a lot of people can take, you know, take some notes there. I, the DC, you, which 
Yeah, we can get straight into the Snyder Cut. segue into Snyder Cut. So, Snyder Cut's out. Snyder Cut's out. And for those that are unaware, it's it's the the original director, which if you're following us, we've kind of covered it, but the original director getting his hands back on his, his film because obviously, he, well, not obviously, but the original Justice League got kind of butchered up a bit, if you will. Um, Zack Snyder started it. Um, he had some issues, personal issues. So then um, Josh Whedon kind of took over, and it became quite of a shit, quite a shit show. A lot of people didn't really like it. A lot of people thought it was, you know, a terrible movie, myself included. I thought it was terrible as well. But now the original director got his hands back on his, his, his you know, his film, did his original, you know, tell his, told his original story. And um, what's your initial take on, you know, both My films? Just initial, o- overall broad stroke. Overall broad stroke. I enjoyed it. Like, there was... For me to, to say anything bad about it, I would have to kind of nitpick and say well I didn't like how this looked or I didn't like how this looked but overall in the in, in the moment watching it from start to start finish because it is four I, hours it is, I enjoyed it yeah there's the no four, there's no question about it the four hours didn't even seem that long it didn't because because it was an engaging the whole thing yep. it was engaging and it was it was enjoyable it was it was there was a lot to enjoy and it, it's weird because like a part of me wants, wants to go back and watch the regular Justice League movie now to see you know yeah because what was cut out because it kind of followed the same story but it just was better told I don't know yeah and I think a big part of why it was better is because they did what they should have done is you got a little backstory at each of the characters you got more you, 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 you got more of Cyborg story so you got you know feel there you got a little bit more of Aquaman even though he, even though he had a movie so you, he didn't need much mm-hmm. you still got to see that you know that conflict there um, got, got more Flash as well more Flash that, uh, yeah it was it was just like like it was just a, a better told story. Like there's no there's no other ways to describe it because I mean in the in the first Justice League movie it was like I'm looking at Cyborg I'm like man this guy's emo waste of space didn't yeah, do anything I, 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 for and, you, and you didn't know why like you didn't know why he was so emo and, and stuff. I mean you, you kind of had a, an idea but I mean, they, they kind of hinted at it but it wasn't it wasn't as fleshed out as yeah. It. But seeing this, you saw why he was all upset and why he was all, you know. And not only that, but he, to me, he even had, even in the fights, he was better. Yeah. The fight scenes, he was better. And then he actually played a major role in the end. Yeah. So it was like, it, and it made, and everything just made sense because, well, I guess, I mean, I guess we should do a spoiler alert. Yeah. Should have done that. I guess we, uh, um, yeah, I mean, if, you, if he, being that he was made from the mother box. He actually Could played a part with, in, yeah. in, in in interacting with it, which which made okay it makes sense now. That makes sense. I can see that. Um, I mean, it, it was just it, it was it was it was a much better movie. And they, they they just kind of threw a lot of characters in there as like like you had you had Martian Manhunter that was just in, in the background throughout the movie, mm-hmm. um, which was strange. But Deathstroke, Deathstroke was is in the end of the movie as well. You know, you saw a lantern at one point. So you know they're in that universe. It, it 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 played more into you know what a DC movie should be. Yeah, I mean honestly, like watching it, it, it is a much better experience than, than the first movie. As long even as long as it was, it was still great. They they do cut it up into parts. So if you did want to watch it like like that, you could. Mm, yeah, you know, take a break in between between each part. But all in all, the, the whole experience was great. I liked um, I liked all the characters. I, I liked seeing how even even Steppenwolf, 
like you could you, you like the first movie step over just this guy coming to do his thing but in this one you kind of sympathize with him a little bit because you can see that he is he had a, he even 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 he had a more fleshed out story yeah he had like an arc like he, he he's trying he, he's doing this for redemption yes you, you can see that you, you can kind of sympathize with him like yeah I'm, I'm trying to get back in the good graces of, of somebody that I respect mm-hmm. that's why I do it. and he even found you know something that was important to, to, to dark side and he's like yeah it's hair like this is, this is what you're looking for you know he was look he was he was getting his redemption but then they killed him unfortunately <laughs> it's kind of like ah, poor guy <laughs> he, he didn't even just got defeated he got killed he got don't come killed. to earth yeah don't come you go and die <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, they, they, they dealt with him proper yep but I must say I, I, I honestly enjoyed the movie like like Flash even though I, like, I, I didn't like Flash in the first in the first movie either I, I didn't really care for him too much in this one but I liked him better in this one than I did in the other one. <laughs> Same thing, I, I, like I mentioned about Cyborg as well. Um, uh, honestly, you know who really shined in this movie to me? Well, not really shined, but I, 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 what I like what they did with, I think you know, people give him people give him shit, but I think Ben Affleck's Batman was so much better in this movie. Yep. I I I, I mean, in the first one, didn't like him because you know he was trying to be funny. You know, that's right. It was he was very weird. He was more witty. He was kind of yeah, very like stupid. In this one, it felt like a rich guy. He even said like when Flash asked him what's his power, like I'm rich. The three was the first Batman that you, you can actually see how wealthy he is because in the in the other iterations, it always feels like all wealth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in this one, you know, you see him getting off the helicopters. You see him with the cars and everything. This is how a rich guy would would live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta even seeing his house in the end and everything, like seeing how he's living. He's living like a rich person, as opposed to you know this old kind of Victorian. All the other iterations of, of Batman before, yeah. mm-hmm. you actually seen like him showing his wealth, mm-hmm. being quote unquote the Tony Stark of the group. Yeah, you know, I I, I, can I, I really enjoyed that. You know, I like you said, people give him shit for uh, as a Batman, but I, personally, I think he's my favorite Batman out of out of all of them. Very comic book accurate. Because he's again, he's very comic book accurate in terms of the way he looks. I mean, he looked jacked as shit. Like, he yeah. looked buff. I was like, I mean, I know it's all the suit and everything, but I'm like, man, how do you, how are you agile in that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Look, like he couldn't even move. But again, very comic book accurate. I like, I like the costume. I like, I like everything about the costume. There was mm-hmm. no, there's nothing not to like about the costume. It was very, very. Again, I mean, there's no other way to to describe it other than comic book accurate. Which is which is, is all you can hope for as a comic book fan, seeing these movies. You know they always find a way to get the costumes like okay, you don't want to put, you don't want them to look stupid, but you don't you know you, you yeah. don't want it to look too serious. You know it, it has to have. And I think they nailed they nailed it. They hit the nail on the head with with that costume. Yeah, it was perfect because even the costume that came after, which is you know going to be in the Robert Pattinson, I don't care for it that much. Most people don't, but you know it's, it's supposed to be a first iteration, so we'll see. But yeah, I mean Batman looked great. Every, everyone looked great. Even seeing everyone's like side by side. It was awesome. It actually felt like you know, like Justice League. I didn't. I didn't care for Aquaman's costume. I think it looked better in the movie, in the Aquaman movie than the, yeah. the Justice League. And again, and the reason being is because yeah, know, yeah, it came out after. It came out after, and he he didn't have that arc yet where he actually yeah. got the trident and everything. So it's mm-hmm. still the first iteration, which which is whatever. I mean, there's a darker tone movie. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, they all looked great. Wonder yeah. Woman looked great. Um. I wish well, the black suit Superman, I liked, but I I, I the issue it was it wasn't the, the comic book accurate black suit because it's not supposed to have a cape. 
But the reason why it has a cape is because the black suit was an afterthought for the, mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut. Yeah. So they just recolored every yeah everything that way, which, which is whatever. At least we got the black suit. I did wish at the end when he opened his chest up, it would have been the red and blue. Yeah, I was like, why? When he opened his chest and it was a black one still, I was like, why? And, and I think that's probably an, uh, probably an error in post-production. They probably just, they probably had to give guy one job. He's like, every time he sees Superman, black Color this way, yeah. And, but, you know, it's a, it is what it is. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that moving forward, he's going to have that suit. He's going to... They were they were showing... There is no movie moving forward, unfortunately. Well, we'll see. Time will tell, but... Uh, well, from, from what I understand, um, apparently Henry Cavill is not playing Superman anymore, and Ben Affleck is not playing Batman anymore. From what I understand. Well, that's disappointing. Very disappointing because at the end of this movie, there was so much setup. Yep, you could have done so much world building. You could have. And 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 even yeah. after the setups that they uh, that they talked about, I even heard what Snyder wanted to do in the end. Like the, the overall end, like the end, end, and the very very end of the movie, which would have been a very interesting touch. Um, I would have liked it. I mean, it's 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 kind of out there, but I'm like, mm, okay. Apparently, because it, it was supposed to be a three part movie. Uh, in the last movie, how everything would have ended, because I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember like when you, when they showed when they showed Lois Lane, and they showed the pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Batman's kid. No, 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 <laughs> no. But um, apparently, it's supposed to be Superman's kid. But he's not. He, he doesn't have any powers. Mm. And Batman would have died, and they were gonna name him Bruce, and have him be Batman. Moving forward, where did you hear that? That sounds like some. It sounds like some far fetched. Yes, Hollywood stuff. It. it, it I. I, th- I don't think it was from. It was from somebody that said they heard it from Snyder. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't do any facts checking. But when they. They showed the um, the pregnancy test and all that stuff was like they were showing all that as as set up yeah. as set up for it. Um, the whole uh, they, they, they talk about the nightmare scene as well and how that tied into it as well because um, as you know well well for the whole nightmare for, for those of you who haven't seen the movie well the nightmare sequence. Well, it was kind of like a, a, a it was not really a nightmare sequence we call it that but it's well it's, it's an it, alternate it, it was it was Bruce's nightmare it was Bruce's nightmare and it's it actually is an alternate storyline which was apparently was which was happening which I think would have furthered that I forgot I forgot exactly what they said because they did mention that and they did mention how it tied into the end end mm. but um, yeah I think how it would have been I think. I think Batman would have been responsible for, for Lois's death or something like that. Man, I've I've been following this thing. I've never heard that anywhere, to be honest. I'll I'll so I'll, I'm not I'll I'll, I'm not, I'll I'll go back through my 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 feed. I'll I'll, I'll um check it out. Yeah, because I I've never heard that yeah, anywhere. I'll, I'll I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you, and then I, I'm probably not doing it justice explaining it. Yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up and I get it to you. But at any rate, at the end of the movie, it did set up kind of like an injustice storyline yes. which I felt would have been perfect moving forward mm-hmm. because it gives you an alternate reality to use those same characters in a way and it would have, it would have been nice because you're going to get to see these characters not in the traditional cookie cutter way we've always seen them mm-hmm. the injustice storyline would have brought enough variation where you feel like it, it, it kind of had to happen because it, it did lead to 
Flash going back and, and warning yep. um, Batman about Lois, which apparently him, him saying Lois is the key is because, you know. If she dies. If she dies. <laughs> Superman has something to live for. So. Exactly. Oh. I like that. Um, if it was, if it is in fact the Injustice storyline, and Joker was with him in the end, I was like, wow, that's and that would, because he did. Uh, who was I think it was Deathstroke was like, you know, it's a bold choice bringing him along or something like that. And I, I thought that was setting that up because it'd be mm-hmm. perfect. It's like, well, he, if he's the one that killed her, you know, why, why, why are he, why are you, <laughs> why are we teamed with this guy? Yeah. So I would be, I was, I would be intrigued to know what what Batman's purpose for doing that would be. You know, there had to be some kind of plan behind all that. Mm. Um, one thing I will say about the movie, you know, I, I, I we got together to watch the movie and I got the kids and everything together. And they were just dropping F-bombs like it was nobody's business for yeah. a superhero movie. There was a lot of language. Uh, yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, was, the movie had a, a, overall was a very darker tone than your traditional superhero yeah. movie. The first F-bomb I felt did not need to be there. It was by the the, the bank the, the bank heist or whatever. Mm. One of the bank robbers just dropped it. Just like he didn't need to say. That. The last one when, when Batman dropped it, like in the in the alternate storyline. Mm. Okay, I, I, I give that one patience because there was some heated thing going on between him and Joker there. It was there was some dark stuff going on there, which was really good. And so I, I could I could see why Batman would drop the f bomb there. It makes sense. So. Yeah, and of course I got to see uh, I got to see Jared Leto Joker, which was he's he super weird, super creepy to look at too. Yeah, it was very bizarre. I mean, I thought the first iteration of him was 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 weird. It just seems like he doesn't get better over time. <laughs> I thought he'd have been like more serious, mm-hmm. but he's still just it was still it was it was very out there for me. I was like, he could, he could dial it down a little bit. <laughs> I could dial it a lot, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just he's just weird guy. So weird guy. He could dial it down a little bit, but but apparently Hollywood loves it. They want to give him his own movie. I, I think DC. I think DC unfortunately has no idea what they're doing right now. Yeah. What? After such success with Snyder Cut, they, they they need to get they need to try to see whatever whatever they need to work out with Ben Affleck. Do whatever they need to work out with Henry Cavill. Let's get let's let's get that Injustice movie going. That would be a great movie. Yep. Because they could do it in a way where it doesn't even have to tie in with the with what's happening now. Because it's, it's it's already obviously in the future. It's already it's already the future, and it's a, it's kind of an alternate storyline because he went back to warn him. Yeah. So they could have prevented that from happening, which kind of is what happened. So you could look at it as an alternate storyline mm-hmm. and what leads up to that point. So it's like it's like continuing the story if that didn't happen in a sense. So mm-hmm. it, it you know it, it it ties in, but it doesn't. So it would be perfect. You can do whatever you want with that. You can free range to do whatever. You can you know. It would have been great. And then after that, then you could go into the actual sequel, sequel to actually getting the entire Justice League together because everyone's not there. Yeah. And they're not actually called the Justice League yet. You know? So those things still need to happen, which I felt would have, would have been a yeah. nice, you know. Because, you know, obviously the Nightmare sequence, Aquaman's dead. You know, there's, there's some casualties, so. There's some casualties. But, yeah, I mean, all in all, Statica was awesome. I rather enjoyed it. I highly recommend anyone that um haven't seen it that has that has, if you've seen the first one, definitely watch this. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the first one, definitely watch this. Still watch it anyway, but you probably have less of an appreciation of how good it is. Yeah, but it, it, was, it should if you if you like comic book stuff, it should still be an enjoyable experience for you. One hundred percent, even without watching the first one. Yeah. 
But uh, apparently, not even Zack Snyder has seen the first one. <laughs> oh. Apparently, apparently, like uh, I forget who it was. That's interesting. One of the somebody like in the Warner Brothers. They're saying like it was so bad that like, they, they don't want to show him what would happen to his movie, or, or how bad it was. He 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 heard, but uh, there's talk that he, he hasn't seen it yet. I don't believe that. You can look it up. I mean, it's it's, it's it, it could be true, but as the like, why why would you not watch it? You have no excuse for not watching it. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of ways you can watch that. Not only that, but you could know what pitfall like. To me, there were some pitfalls that were dodged. Maybe, maybe this is the way the movie was. But seeing the things that were bad about the original, mm-hmm. you know what to put in moving forward to make the other one better. Yeah, but I, th- I think this wasn't so much was... It was the purpose of this movie wasn't necessarily to beat the first one. But it was just... It was more for him to get his get original. And I think that's probably why he didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. So that it doesn't influence him in that way, I think. It's possible. But It's anyway. possible, but I don't think so. But it's possible. I'm, I'm not. I'm not denying the fact that it is possible. It's entirely possible. But um, yeah. On that, on that note, I think we will take a quick break. This has been a fully spoiler episode, uh-huh. unfortunately. But um, yeah, we'll take a quick break right now, and then we'll come back. We'll get into some fight talk. Enjoy listening to the podcast. Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions ranging from a dollar to ten dollars, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. Now we're getting ready to get into some fight talk and this this weekend's cards. Well, last weekend, I just said. Last weekend's card. What well, was was a good card. All in all, I enjoyed the the card. There was a lot of good fights. There was some good fights in the card. There was some good, you know, some that you know, like what's a what's a good UFC card that's a little bit of controversy. There's a lot of little controversial stuff in there too as well. Yep. And then of course, what's a UFC fight card without some bum fights? <laughs> there were some of those as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the main event. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll get we'll just get into the main the main card. Um, um, unless there's anything you want to touch uh, on. Though. Well, in the in the prelims, there were some some decent fights. Oh, well, I, well, there was um, the very first fight: Bruno Silva versus um, JP Baez. Um, if you remember Baez, he's from the Contender series. He got knocked out. He 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 tried to get it out, but he 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 got he got he got knocked out. There was there's no question about it. Um, the the first couple, the first two fights had some good knockouts. Montel Jackson against Jesse Street. Yeah, Montel Jackson did look good. I would say, yeah, looked yeah, great, looked good. Um, I bring up the Bias fight because him and his wife were fighting on the same card. On the same card, yep. Uh, you, you remember them from the Contender series, right? I remember them from the Contender yeah. series. Yep, I do remember them from the Contender series. Um, I was kind of rooting for them, but unfortunately, uh, JP he uh got cracked and just couldn't couldn't keep it together. Yep. Um. So there's that. Um, uh, Marianne Renault, I uh, was hoping she would have beaten Macy Chazon. That was not the case. Chazon was looked like a world beater, honestly. Yeah, she looked great. Um, it's just I, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how quick they push her because Amanda Nunes need people to fight, and 
Honestly, Macy looks like she's the next one up in there. Like, even though she's not that high in the rankings, she definitely looks, skill-wise, looks like she, she should be up there. Yeah, but they should build her up, though, so it can be a bigger fight for her. A bigger, a bigger payday for her and a bigger payday instead, for a man. Instead of just rushing it, right? Instead of rushing it. But, um, yeah. And then Grant, Grant Dawson had a, uh, you know, last-second KO of the... Um, That's right. That fight was interesting. Yeah. He was on... Yeah, he was... I was looking at it. I was like, man, that fight looks... That looks something, looks something was... I needed to remember about that one. But, yes. Mm-hmm. Leonardo Santos was winning the fight. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end, you know, he kind of had um, Grant Dawson's back and he kind of dropped down... Kind of got his leg kind of tangled up to so try to do like a heel hook kind of thing. And at the last second, Grant Dawson just decided to lay some hammers on him. Yep. Knocked and him clean out. Very knocked him out, everything. Last second of the very last round he won it by KO in a fight that he was losing. Yep. So thank you for reminding me of that because that would have been a travesty if you didn't mention him in this one. Yeah. That was the biggest thing that came out of the prelims for me anyway. Yes, there was. And that was, I mean, that was great. Grand, good on Grand Dawson. Um, I guess we'll see more of him in the future. Um, yeah. Getting into the main card. Um, uh, yeah, Taito Ivasa looked great. To me, yeah. this is the best he's ever looked. He knocked, <coughs> knocked out it. Uh, um, Hunsucker. Harry Hunsucker. Hunsucker. Mm. He made Hunsucker look like your typical average. US and Hunsucker player. has good hands. Like Hunsucker is like no joke, but he got touched up and that was it. He didn't want to. He, but he wanted because you could see like he was hurt. And, yeah, Taito Iwasa, like, he you know he's upping his game. You know he, he's throwing in some leg kicks in there. He, mm-hmm. he he did some work. He took you know Hunsucker off his off his you know feet with the leg kicks, and you know he was he was off balance, and you know ultimately he got KO'd. So good on to Iwasa. You know he, he's one of those guys that you know he's someone I'm going to compare to our friend in the main event too. Because <laughs> with him, you, you can tell he doesn't really take himself too seriously. Mm. When it comes time to fight, he fights. Yes. Okay. I can Mo- see the reference being drawn. Moving on to Andrian um, Yan- Oh, huh? Well, I'm going to get to that, but um, there's Song Ken- Song Kenan against Max Griffin. That was a co-main, but yes, that got moved to the co-main because yes, that's right. Because and, and this yeah, it got moved to the co-main because the the actual co-main uh, with Gregor Gillespie and uh, I forgot the other guy's name had to get. Pulled out, scrapped, yeah. So they moved that to the main, the co-main. So we're, I'm gonna get back to that. Yeah. Like so you said, Andrian Andrian Yanas versus Agustavo Lopez. Great fight because great, great fight. Andrian Yanas, if you guys don't remember, is from the Contender Series as well. They were calling him Baby Masvidal. Baby, Baby Masvidal, and even back then, I liked where this guy fights. He's he, he's bad. had some knock. He's he's got some great wins so far since he's been in the UFC, and this was no different. And what made this fight more entertaining for me? Was all the trash that Gustavo Lopez was talking. Yep. Gustavo Lopez talked a lot of trash. Yep. Mountains of mountains of trash. He was speaking about you know you know they're, they're hyping up Yanez and who know, has he beat? And who has he beaten? All like try and even Yanez was like you know where is this coming from you know kind of thing. But once you put two women together, yeah, you could have. It was as clear as night and day who the, who the better fighter was in that fight. Yep, and but Gustavo was dangerous throughout the whole fight. He, he was. He was. He, that's what made it good. That's what, yeah, he, he was still dangerous. He was still throwing heavy, heavy, heavy shots, but Giannis was just making a miss and countering the heck out of him. His counters were lightning quick. Yeah, his counter ability is, is exceptional. Probably some of the best I've seen. Yeah, he made Gustavo didn't want to throw anything. Every, every time he did, he just punished him. Punished him every time he, he missed. Every time. It was great, and ultimately, obviously, he got the knockout. 
which was in the third round. So he he pieced him up for the the first two. So it's not like mm-hmm. he got caught or anything like that. Yeah, he pretty much beat him mm-hmm. for the entirety of the fight, and then put him away at the third. So it's kind of what you want to see in a UFC fight, to be honest. Exactly what you want to see in a UFC fight: a good fight going all the way through, and then and then the third round. Yep, you get your money's worth. One hundred percent. Then you have. Uh, Chayan Baez, who's um, what's his name's wife, mm-hmm. uh, JP. JP's wife, mm-hmm. uh, against Montserrat, Ru- Ruiz? Montserrat Ruiz, which great name, great name, because her, her name literally is Monsterrat, spelled exactly like that with two R's there and everything. Yep, and that's actually where our grandmother's from, Montserrat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, it's probably still the same. But yeah, very interesting fight because. Um, Monster Ruiz has a. She's your next Ronda Rousey in that she has a move. Everybody knows it's coming, and she still uses it. And, and she, they can't do. They can't do anything about it. Nothing about it. And it, it, it's just the weirdest thing. But she wins her fights by headlock, like schoolyard headlock. Mm-hmm. I've seen many fights in my day in elementary school won this way, and it's amazing to see that in top level fighting that this is still a viable technique apparently. And it's the way she does it too. It's anytime you clinches with her, she's going for it. There's no question about it. She doesn't. It's not a whole lot of setup or anything. She just goes for it and just muscles her way into it, and then muscles you to the floor. And now you're you're trapped in a headlock. It's same, but but when she gets you down, the, the, how she holds her, she she's holding her 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 body with your head in there. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's using her arm as well. So it's like. It's it's super tight and super, she she vices on your neck and she vices nowhere to go. It's it's a, it, it just looks like not fun at all. But and she she literally did this all three rounds. Yep. And you know, what what's funny was, um, Bai's original opponent because um, Ruiz wasn't her original opponent. She originally was supposed to fight someone else, and Bai's was actually um, no. Ruiz was supposed to fight someone else. And Baez was helping that person to get ready for Ruiz. Mm. Doing that same neck hole that she was doing. Or mimicking <laughs> that same neck hole. Yeah. That she was helping someone else to do. Now she had to step in to do the fight. And even though she, she knows her game, probably better than most because she had to you know, mm. be her for a minute. She still couldn't stop it. She still couldn't stop it. Which was very impressive to see. I was happy about it. But coming to the end of this the fight... fight like after the fight was over I mean she got headlocked for three rounds straight you know in the separation there was some bad blood or some words Ruiz said something some people because uh, she lunch kind of lunch for some people thought that she spit on her I thought or, I, I was wondering that too but she didn't she didn't mm-hmm. I saw the replay I rewatched it to make sure I didn't see any spit and even in the um, post um, press conference when mm-hmm. they asked her mm-hmm. she she said she, she didn't she even laughed like no she didn't she, you know but yeah, if if some spit fell on her, it's because maybe the momentum. But she didn't mm. like spit on her. Or yeah. Like that. So, but yeah, like they they were gonna fight after the after the bell was rung. They were they were gonna f- keep it going. Yeah, they were you know jawing at each other. That, Ruiz, they, they had to be separated. Ruiz, Ruiz, middle finger. And she was giving her the bird the whole time. Kind of funny. Yeah, they had to get security in there and part them after the fight. Which was like yeah, I, the last time we saw something like that was um, daily. Yeah, against Kostchek. It wasn't that bad though, but it was. They had to. That had to be separated, and they were like. They still wanted more. They still wanted more. It was interesting, but ultimately, you know, Ruiz did her thing, and then she won the fight. 
So it's cool. And what I like about, I think Ruiz is, is definitely somebody to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. I like her, her nickname is um Conejo, which is, is, yeah. which is Bunny, and uh, she did just right. look a bunny for the way. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cute. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, she's she, she's she's building a character, and she has a she has she has a signature move. So that's yeah, always, that's always a plus. Covered head to toe in tattoos too. So, mm-hmm. but definitely somebody to look out for. And then you have the Song Kenan versus Song Kenan mm-hmm. versus Max Griffin. Yep. Which Max Griffin just showing that he he's another guy that building his character, man. He's building his name, man. For those of you that uh, there was a couple podcasts back where we t- talked about a fight where a guy he pretty much blasted a guy's blasted air off. a guy's air off. Yeah, it was this was a guy that did the blasting off of the air. So. <laughs> And he, he, he's, he's leading all the way into it. He even got a tattoo of an air on his arm. Yeah, he... He's, like, leading all the way into... Yeah, he's he's, he's eating it up. He's he's enjoying what he did, about, yeah. apparently. So, you know, he, he's... And he's, he has the skills that you can show that... You know, Kanan was doing his thing early on. It was kind of close early on, but... Like, very early on. But yeah, Matt, Matt Griffin just showed that there's a power difference. Mm-hmm. And Matt Griffin has that power. And he put him all the way out. And you know he was he was a little emotional because he was like talking with his team and they were like they set their goals for this year and their goals was to eventually be main card and then co-main and then main you know mm-hmm. that was their that was their goals for this year and because the co-main fell out he actually got bumped to the co-main so it was like he's like halfway to his goals already you know and they were all emotional like when yeah. he got the call he was emotional because it was like damn we're achieving our goal and then on top of all of that. To perform the way he did on the co-main on the co-main you know you know a, a, a main events in, in his future maybe not in the next fight but there's definitely going to be uh, a fight uh, a fight card you know not a pay-per-view but he's going to be you know on one of those main cards yeah maybe maybe another co-main maybe another co-main or maybe even the main yep he has a he has a star power to do it I feel yep and this goes to show that you know last year there's a lot of guys had a lot of momentum and it's like showing that all those guys are going to be the next stars, you know, this this year and moving forward. So, good to see. Mm-hmm. Speaking of someone that had all the momentum last year, Kevin Holland, who we've talked a great deal about. You know, we've always been on the Kevin Holland um, train, mm-hmm. hyping him up. Going against Derek Bronson, which I've not really been a big Derek Bronson fan. But, still, still not. But he, 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 he does what he does to win. At any rate, <laughs> this was... Probably one of the most annoying fights for me to watch in a long time. I I wasn't that annoyed. I mean, I I, I understand why you say that, and I, I I agree with you, but I wasn't that annoyed in the fact that it, there was some cringiness to it, and there was some what's going to happen kind of thing. Like for the most part, you're like whenever the fight was on the feed, you were like because every like literally almost every shot he hit Brunson with. You could see hurt him. It was hurting him, yeah. So it was like, man, this fight could be like all, all it has to do is go to defeat, and this fight could be over. In in, in Brunson's favor, I mean in um, Holland's favor. But the, getting the, back to what you said, the, the issue with Holland, which is why this fight was annoying, is because Holland would not stop talking. Holland, it's his name, it's his moniker, Big Mouth. You know, well, then we kind of call him that, mm-hmm. and they. And he, he's kind of leaning in, into it, and he, he's done it before, and it, it's been good. Mm-hmm. This was a time when he just overdid over, it. It was over. It was overdone. 
It he was, would not stop talking to every, any and everyone, to his opponent, the people outside of the cage, to Dana White, to he Khabib. Talk, he talked to Khabib. Khabib was cage side, and he was talking to Khabib. It it was overdone. It was where like he was not focused on a fight for one second in the fight. I find well barely. Every every second he got to to talk and to showboat or to you know try to be entertaining, he did. Instead of focusing and selling down the fight. Now, mm-hmm. in my opinion, of course it was obvious. Like stand up, stand up wise, he's he's better than Brunson. Mm-hmm. Brunson's stand up is not that great, even though he does have the most knockouts in in that division. Which makes me want to throw up, in my opinion. When I heard that, I was like. Because he does, have, he does have some knockouts. He does. And that's back when he used to rush it, you know, and he used to catch people. But He still does that stupid, weird take. Uh, he uh, goes for a takedown, overhand, weird looping punch that he does. And it's... He doesn't deserve that. I mean, who am I? Who am I to say that? That he, he doesn't it. deserve that. He earned it. He actually did the knockouts. You know, he puts in the blood, sweat, and tears. You know. I can, I can sit behind a, a mic and say he doesn't deserve it, but... I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't sit well with me that he has the most knockouts in the middleweight divisions. Like when when there's a division at one point that had Anderson Silva in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, Uriah Hall's in that division, who should be starting people. So, but people like Vitor Belfort fought in that division, and Derek Brunson is the one with the most heavy, with the most knockouts. It is he, what it is. It is what it is. Facts don't facts don't lie. It is what it is. Yep. But getting back on Holland's case, because to me, if he had just focused on the fight, like first round, sure, all that talking, whatever, then settle yourself and get get, get to it. Yeah, because there's there's it's five rounds. It's five rounds. You know where the fight went really bad for him? Right in the first round when he threw that kick and, and he slipped. Fell. It was like because Brunson was tired at the end of the at the end of the fight. Brunson was. Even halfway through the fight, Brunson was extremely tired. Brunson been, has been tired for the whole while, but he, he he's a wrestler. He's, he's going to grind it out. But the first takedown that he got, he didn't have to work for. So mm-hmm. it only, like, he could have been even more tired. Nah. I think after the third I, round, a, he, he was as tired as he was going to get. He was just coasting, <laughs> he just, coasting to, yeah. to, to a victory. You're, you're probably right. And rightfully so. But again, if Holland had just composed himself, focused on the fight, he could have done way better. Mm-hmm. May not, I mean, because he still had some work to do as far as defending the takedowns and, and doing some work off his back. Mm-hmm. But, so maybe he, maybe he wouldn't have won if I, it would have been at least a little bit more competitive, I think. But he just would not stop talking. Where he where he should have buckled down, because he, he, did, he did have an accomplishment. He did take Brunson down. He is, is the first man in UFC history to take Brunson down. Brunson's never been taken never down. Never been taken down. So good, good on him for good that. Good on him for that. But like when, he, when he did that, he, he started yapping even more. Instead of just he, he to me he should have gone into kill mode and he started erasing Brunson with some elbows because Brunson was at that point was extremely tired. Extremely tired. He, he could have hardly defend anything. He could have hardly defend anything if all he all Holland needed to do was posture up be and active. just rain down some elbows on him. Just be active. I, I think he would he would he would have knocked it. He would he would he'd have done it. But uh, and uh, Holland Holland was getting tired in the last two too as well. Yeah, because you know you're being taken down having to wrestle and all that you know for the. So many rounds, you know, it's it's, it's gonna wear on. I mean, I'm still I'm still not a fan of Brunson. I mean, Brunson in the post fight interviews, he's you know, he's talking about you know, oh you know, he he's gotten all these knockouts and he's still got this winning streak and he's still can't get respect from Dana White and blah, blah. I'm like, it's 
It's, I mean, but I, I, I can't knock him for feeling that way because obviously he has the knockouts to, to, to prove it. And he, he's just not entertaining. At, he's, he's not marketable. He's not. He's he is the least marketable middleweight I find in in the division. He's there's nothing exciting about him, in my opinion. Yep. But, I would even even though Holland lost, I I'm, I'm, I I still want to see the next Holland fight over the next Brunson fight. When was that? Even with a terrible, even with a terrible performance, and that's how unmarketable Brunson is. Yep. My uh, my major issue with Holland as well is even even after the fight and everything, like looking on Twitter, looking at all this stuff, he is not addressing the issue. No. Which he, is the biggest concern of he, mine. He's doubling down on it. He's. Yeah, he's doubling down on it. He, he's saying, you know, if you don't like the talking, then whatever. But that, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's not going away from that, which is which is fine. Again, I don't want him to go. Nothing I don't want him to go away from it either. But there comes a point where you need to focus. Yeah, no, no, again, the, the talking isn't really the issue. Is the lack of focus what was, was a major issue mm-hmm. to the point that even Dana White thinks he had a mental breakdown because mm-hmm. you've never seen anything like that. The guy literally talked himself into a loss, which is unheard of. And. In the post fight, he's saying he, he wants to go to, he wants to move down a weight class, which is fine, because mm-hmm. he is pretty small, it's pretty skinny for this weight class. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't cut any weight, mm-hmm. and he did come in light for this, so exactly he can easily make he can easily make one seventy, and I think he'd be a killer at one seventy. He'd be great at one seventy. The only but issue is Uzman. again, one seventy is full of wrestlers. You're gonna have to deal with that anyway. So instead of being you know, gotta work on my wrestling, blah 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 blah, blah. no, it's it's it's. Yeah, he's moved down weight class. Yeah, he's not addressing the issue. And I think another issue that I noticed, because I was looking at his corner, um, his corner man while, 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 you know, during the breaks, they were letting him do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have that. His corner should have been able to settle him down and say, hey, time to focus. Mm-hmm. They never did any of that. They just let him run the train right into the ground. <laughs> right straight off the tracks. Right right off the tracks, which, which, is, which is a sign that, you know, Things probably aren't going to change for him in the most part. As far as when he moves down, it's probably going to be more of the same because he's in, he's in he's 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 too much in control of his. Yeah, and and he, he was on Joe Rogan recently. Like I was, I watched the whole thing and oh yeah, yeah, and it, it was him and his 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 coach. So mm. and how highly his coach is talking about him, it's sad to see that, that that's the performance that he put on. And the thing is, I feel I still feel good about him. I still think he's a great fighter. Has a lot to offer. It's just sad that that, that 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 it happened like that as at a main event. Like, Dana White's not going to give him another main event. No, he's going to have to really earn the next main event. He's going to be a journeyman from this point on, and it seems like he's okay with that. So whatever, if that's what you want to be for your career, that's it. He, uh, it it's sad. And the thing is, because he he's a good fighter, but he's not he's not a great fighter. Yeah, he's not. He just has like he he just hits pretty hard, so he has good good knockout power. But as far as like. Skill wise, because a lot of his conversations, he was he was throwing, he was just, he was off balance. He was very off balance. He was terribly off balance. He exactly. So in. so it's like it's not like he's a great fighter. Yeah. And he dug himself out of a loss. He could probably would have still lost regardless. And you just look, you know, he self sabotage came yeah. with an excuse why he lost. But he needs to work on his skills. Like he's yeah, his skill wise, he wasn't quite there. He he's gotten this far doing what he does, and he's he's gotten away with being mediocre and get and getting wins. Yeah. You know, cuz even if you look at when you look at when you knock out Jacare, it was it was so unorthodox that it was kind of almost a lucky thing. Yeah, cuz it's like you know 
no one was looking to defend in, in no, one, no one really looks to defend in that position so I mean I don't want to say it's lucky because he actually did throw it and he was throwing it with bad intent so that, that was his purpose but it's you know he, he's he's gotten this far being very unorthodox with his striking and he still kind of is but he, there comes a point in time where you, get, you gotta start putting the skills behind you gotta start putting the work in yeah uh, and he, just just showing what we're just basing off of, off of that fight and how we just kind of run the show it's going like I can almost imagine what, what, his, what his training looks like mm. you know it, it, it shouldn't be that way and unfortunately he's, he, he may not even make it like all, all the work that he did last year I feel I feel like he just he shattered most of it now granted he's still you know he's still, still exciting he's still gonna mm-hmm. you know want to see his next fight and everything but yeah, as far as like his, his major hype but you're not gonna see him like as a major contender ever again probably I don't want to say ever again, unless he's unless he changes something because he's gonna have he's gonna have to work for it now. Yeah, he's gonna have to change. He's gonna have to buckle down and who knows? Maybe move to one seventy. Again, at the top of the division, there's a lot of wrestlers, so he's gonna have a hard time there. But you know, mid level, mid card, he can he can he got some interesting matchups because I mean, he he's gonna be he's gonna come in at a very tall one seventy. Yeah, so he that in itself. If he learns to to use spacing well, work off of a jab and all that, he, he could be very dangerous at one seventy. Mm-hmm. Extremely dangerous. I could see I, I could see him beating Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Well, depends. Because Woodley could just do a Bronson. And he's take very, him there and keep him there. And he's very capable of it. One hundred percent. So can't even, can't even say that. It's, it's hard to say where where, where he lies. Because of because his mindset and his, his skill set's not really there to back I'm him up. Like, I'm probably not giving Woodley enough credit, but... I don't know, Woodley. Woodley is... I talk shit about Woodley because Woodley deserved to shit talk him out. Speaking of the devil, he's actually fighting this weekend. Yes, he is. Uh, moving on to the next UFC event this weekend. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be a big boy. It's going to be a good one. The big boys are throwing down. You know, we have the rematch with Stipe and Francis mm-hmm. Ngannou. And then, of course, you have Tyron Woodley. Versus Vicente Luque. Luque's yeah, good. You have Sean O'Malley against Thomas o- Almeida. Tomas mm-hmm. Almeida. It's going to be a great, great. Tomas is going to destroy him. On, on, it's it's not even a question in my opinion. O'Malley? O'Malley's another hype train. Another hype train. Getting, he, he already lost his last fight. He's going to lose this one. I don't know why he would stand for the Thomas Almeida fight. Almeida is no joke. At one point, I thought Almeida would be a champion by now. But he's he's had some he's had some some missteps, some setbacks, yeah. But that still doesn't change the way I feel about him. I still think Tomas Almeida is a very dangerous fighter, mm-hmm. and Tom- and Sean O'Malley is more of a hype train. Yeah, he's gonna have to prove his. He he, he he drank too much of his own Kool Aid, in my opinion. Well, we'll we'll see if if he's, we'll if he's hype or not. We'll see what he what he brings. Um, um, Kamal worthy. I can't wait to see him fight again. He's always entertaining. Uh, he's also on the main card. The prelims, you got yeah. William Knight against um, Alonzo Metafield, which that's going to be that, very, that's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a very interesting fight. And uh, Khabib's cousin is fighting as well. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce that name? Abba. Abubakar. Abubakar. There you go. No Abubakar. And Jessica Pena and all those guys. But then, yeah, so it's, it should be a good card. Um. The main event. I just want to get your take on the main event before we get out of here. What are your thoughts on the main event, and who, who do you have? 
I don't know, man. I can't. I, I would be lying if I didn't say I want. I would be lying if I didn't say that I want Francis to win. Don't if I didn't want Francis to win. Because I do want Francis to win. I do want. I I want some I want some to change in the heavyweight division. The heavyweight division has been kind of stagnant because Stipe is you know. He's he he he's been there, done that in the heavyweight division, and it's like now it's the standstill. So I would like some fresh to happen. Like France being champion would be great for the UFC because he's very marketable, mm-hmm. and he would do wonders for the division. As great as a champion as Stipe has been, he doesn't do anything for the division. He doesn't. He's I I love Stipe. Stipe is he's a great guy, great human being. I have nothing but good things to say about Stipe. He does absolutely nothing for the heavyweight division. Man. There's nothing exciting. He is no. There's no. A lot of like, if you look at his last fights, they 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 do more hyping of his opponents than they do of him. They do, and but I I, I cause I, I kind of did a some rewatches of some of his old stuff, and and I think with him with Stipe, I think he he feels a little disrespected by the UFC because they're not pushing him as much. Cause I remember remember he did have that falling out with Dana White at one point. Mm-hmm. Especially when the first time him and Francis fought. Yeah, because they were pushing he, Francis as well. They were pushing Francis a lot. And he felt they're very disrespected by that. To the point, remember, he didn't even let Dana White put the belt on him? That's right. He gave it to his coach, and his coach put the belt on him? Yep. I rewatched it. So I, that's how I know. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I forgot that. about that. Yep. So I think that some of that is still lingering, and that's probably why UFC is continuing to not push him, and he continuing to not care because, you know, he has the belt, so he's... He's on the A side, pretty much. So. Yeah, he is. But all that, all that aside, the th- the only re- the, the, I, I like Francis, and I I do like that you know him you know losing the first time, getting better and coming back. Mm. But there's I have I feel like I have enough evidence to say that that's not gonna happen. I wouldn't doubt it. And again, Stipe is a dangerous. F- Stipe, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But Stipe is he is the best heavyweight for a reason. For a reason, there is that. But because if, if you look at the first fight, it wasn't like Stipe caught him. Mm. Stipe beat him for five rounds, and every fi- all those five rounds went exactly the same. I know because I rewatched it. So yeah. there is no. That's all evidence I really much need. Stipe avoided the right hand. I mean, avoided the hands. Period. Mm-hmm. Got away from him. Tied him up. Tied him up. Take him down. Mm-hmm. Did what he had to do. Now, between that fight and this fight, did Francis improve his grappling? Not really. Maybe. Well, maybe there they, they have been there. There is discussion that he's been obsessed with the grappling, so they say. But that could just be all talk. It, it, it sounds like all talk because there was, I also heard that you know Usman's going to be in his corner or whatever. All that be what it may is it still have you learned wrestling? Is what it is. Doesn't <laughs> matter who's in your corner. Have you actually learned? Mm. You know, to grapple, and based on all his other fights, all his fights have gone the same exact way that they've been going for his entire career. Mm-hmm. Him knocking people out. Yep. So not, what? Not so have to worry about it. So why would he? Why would he go do anything else? Because he has to fight Sleeper. Now, is he gonna take Sleeper down? No. Nope. If now, if there's a threat of down, then Sleeper has something to worry about. But Sleeper is a wrestler. Sleeper, Sleeper, got that, but. Could catch Stipe off if he attempts to stick. But mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, then how is he going to catch Stipe? Because he didn't catch him the first time. Now, granted, he did hit him a few times. Mm-hmm. But. All heavyweights hit hard. 
Steep is. I feel like it's gonna be more of the Steep same. Steep has been there with the best of them. So yeah, I, honestly, I feel like it's gonna be more of the same. Unfortunately, and you're probably right. I, I would love again Francis being the more marketable guy, and of course, you know, his whole narrative of losing and getting better and come back and winning would be great. And it'd be another Nigerian champion, which would be better for them. That'd be three. That'd be three, which is crazy. But unfortunately, I don't think Francis is there. You're probably he, right. He's good. For, Francis is good for like the good fights, like exciting fights. But I don't think he's gonna beat Stipe if they fight five times. It sucks because no. if, if if Francis loses this fight, where does he go from here? Him against Derek Lucas is the worst fight ever, so they're not going to do that again. John Jones is coming, but John Jones is probably going to go straight for a title shot. Mm-hmm. I'll be against Stipe. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with Francis? I mean, there's some guys, there's some new blood in the heavyweight division there, that we can there, there eventually some. meet up with. But. Yeah, but how how soon do you throw him up there? Do you do Stipe versus Gon? I mean, do you do um, Francis versus Gon? Francis versus Gon. Yeah, I would do that fight. And I think they were I think they were teammates at one point. Mm. Yeah, they're both French from mm-hmm. the background, so that'd be cool to see. And I'm pretty sure you see the you see the way God moves. God would knock him off, you know, knock him down a couple of pegs, and then he could fight some of those lower name guys and you know make some money, you know, because he he has the power to knock out anybody. So, but uh, yeah, uh, that's another another reason too why I don't feel he's gonna win is because. Kind of the same reason I, don't, uh, I, I kind of almost don't want to see Holland again. It's because the, the excuses they make. If, if, if you lose a fight, whatever. But whatever you're telling yourself to build your confidence back or whatever is, is one thing. But if you're not addressing the issue as to why you lost and you're making up a completely, you know, something so far-fetched, it's like, then you're not fixing the issue. True. Because if you look at what he's saying, why he lost, a lot of he's saying, oh, you know, it was all the media that he had to do and you know he was you know it was his first time and he was you know mm-hmm. but all that being what it may had nothing to do with the fact that your wrestling is not there you gotta address your wrestling and I haven't heard him said once in the countdown so it's like I mean maybe you are behind closed doors or whatever but the fact that you're not saying that I, me as someone if, if I was a betting man I'd bet Stipe I'd put my money up at Stipe but yeah can't argue there. Those are just my thoughts. But it is what it is. Did we talk about Chandler and Oliver last time? Oh no! We, well, this MMA world that we live in changes so quickly because the last podcast mm-hmm. we're talking about Chandler versus Gaethje, um, which was definitely in the works. Definitely was not fake news. And then literally the next day, Steve uh, Khabib officially. Well, Khabib has always been retired, but. Dana White officially re- announces Khabib's retirement. And rel- relinquishing the belt. And relinquishing the belt. So now Chandler is now fighting Oliveira for the vacant belt. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be awesome. But I'm sure Gaethje's pretty upset about it. But uh, honestly, it, it is it's, what it it's, is. it's a fight to make. Mm-hmm. But now you have, you know, Tony Ferguson that I think he'll turn it. Who's Tony Ferguson fighting? He's fighting somebody. It's another good fight, but it's another good fight. Yeah. Anyway, the, 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 now the, it, it opens up the division again. Now, I feel it, it's a lot cer- more mixed. It certainly more, does. A lot more matchups can happen now, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but Oliveira versus Chandler—that's going to be great. That's going to be a great fight. That's going to be a great fight. And now that the lightweight I, division is finally freed up, 
There's so many good matchups to make. Yep, but honestly, my opinion on that, I think China's going to win that one too. You think it's going to be Oliveira? And I love Oliveira. Oliveira's like a world beater recently. Submission game is on point. Stand-up is sharp. I think Chandler's going to beat him. You heard it from me first. As great as Chandler is, and I would love to see him win. That Oliveira, though. I hear you, but... That Oliveira. Like, Oliveira looks like... His last fight, I'm like, damn. Like... He's very sharp, very clean. Like, there's very little holes in his game. What can't he do? His stand-up is sharp. His grappling is dangerous. His grappling is better than his striking. And his striking is amazing. So it's like... I don't know. Chandler's going to have to blitz him in the big leg as early as possible. And that's what Chandler does. He Chandler blitzes people. I'm sure he's going to be... But I'm sure Oliver's going to be looking out for that. I don't know, man. Oliveira is a scary guy. It's I wouldn't gonna, want to fight him. It's going to be a good fight. Can't wait to see it. I got Oliveira on that one, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll see. But you know, you know what? I, I, I've been watching... I've been... There's a... There's been a, a clip circling, circling around on Facebook of this. Um, it was like a, comp- a compilation of like one FC kickboxing Muay Thai, mm-hmm. and there's this uh, Asian guy that apparently he's right now like he's known for being like one of the best fighters in the world, and his Muay Thai is just killer. Like mm-hmm. when you think Muay Thai, like that's that's what you think. It was good to see him in UFC. Huh? I would love to, like it. It shows me that there's still some ways to go with 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 MMA. Until somebody could be that good at striking and still as good as, let's say, a Damien Maia on the floor and can still wrestle like Khabib. Like if there's somebody that can do all those things, then you have the, fir- then you have the first complete fighter. Until then, there's, there's levels you, you, to you can't, you can't have everything. You got to be... You got to be... You got to be, you be jack of all trades, but master of none, huh? Yeah, well, or you can be sharp, very, very good in one. Mm-hmm. And then all others will suffer, but because I it kind of is what it is. It's it's the kind of Muay Thai that there's there's no regard for your own limbs. You just throw kicks with ill intent, ill intent at its fullest, at, at its at its fullest, and with no remorse, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was and, and like the guy is I forgot his name, but I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people that are probably hearing me talk about it and they know um, which clip I'm talking about. I mean, it's, it's, it was an R Rod Rod something or Rodan or Rodan or something something along those lines, mm. but I mean he's getting hit and he's like he's like he's dropping his hands and getting punched in the face and just taking it. Like, yeah, that can only get you so far. That can only get you so far. I mean the guy, he's entertaining in that he like he's an entertaining fighter because mm. he's he's always like trying to get people to come and fight him. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a showman, which is good. He's a one FC, so I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to pay more attention to him. I'm going to pay more to 1FC just to see him fight again. But he, he fights in the, the Muay Thai version of, um, segment of 1FC. He doesn't do the MMA stuff. I'm, I'm hoping at some point he gets into MMA. I'm hoping they get him a good grappling coach. Because that, that's the kind of striking. Like, if we get that kind of level of striking in MMA... I mean, there, there are... There, there are people... I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to shit on people that, that are currently fighting. Because there are some mm-hmm. really good strikers. Mm-hmm. But... I want to see like a strong Muay Thai guy like that in in in, in UFC. You know what I mean? Yep. Straight off of Thailand, doesn't know any English. Yeah, give, <laughs> give, give, give us that guy and just put him in there. You know what I mean? It'd be good to see. It'd be great to see. I would, I would love to see it. I would love to love to see it. Well, yeah, man. Well, 
think that's all the, the fight news we have today. So I guess that's that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, um, everything's coming along here. We 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 do thank you guys for continue to to ride with us on this journey that we're on. Um, stay tuned for um, more content. Of course, we're gonna be upping our content with uh, more podcasts, more more di- different things. We got yeah, things we, coming out. We, we talk yeah. about it all the time in terms of getting our video stuff back going and stuff like that. So. Video stuff back going, vlog going. You know, get our YouTube channel up and running again. You know, there's a lot to be done, but it's, uh, we're only two we're only two people. So, yep. But we're getting it done. We're getting it done. And again, we're. We're looking to expand the team, so if anyone's interested in helping out VIVN in any aspect you can possibly think of, yep, reach out. Let reach us know. Out, let us know. Let us know how you feel you can improve the product, contribute and, to the product, and, and we'll, we'll forget how we can compensate you. There you go. <laughs> but on that note, you guys, stay good. Be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys, out.